acknowledging portions of Scripture in the Bible. He that commits sin is of the devil. I mean, that's tough. And we asked the question at the beginning, how many had sinned this week? And every hand went up. Wow. So we had to address that. We had to talk about that last week. That was tough, amen? And so it's obvious it's not by works of righteousness that we do or have done that saves us, but by his what? Mercy that we're saved, amen? And so it can't mean that when we sin... You know, we're losing our salvation every day. It can't mean that. But you cannot say that sin is of God. Sin is certainly of who? The devil. Amen? So we talked about that. It was pretty pretty interesting, I thought. Pretty tough. I'm going to continue on in chapter 3 instead of going to chapter 4. I'm going to stay in chapter 3, and we're going to push it on a little bit further. And I'm going to get that last part because I think it's really important. Let's look at it. And I normally don't just preach like this. Like next, next service is different message altogether. And, but I want to do a book study with you because I love this book, and that's what we're doing. We're studying it as a book today. Let's go look and see what we can find. Amen? Say that with me out loud. Action and what? Now, I need you to help me. I know it's early, but you'll be all right. One more time. Action and, and confidence. Let's just roll it now and see what we can find. Raj, push me, buddy, if you don't mind. We're going to look today at 1 John Chapter 3, verses 14 through 24. And don't get bored with me because you're not. This is going to be incredible. Amen. Hang in here with me. First John chapter 3, 14 through 24. And I'm going to take every verse. We're going to put it up on the screen and we're going to talk about it. Okay. So let's look at it. First John three fourteen. We know this is so huge. It's interesting to me that over the years, churches, people that don't even go to church, we think we're going to heaven by our works. Maybe you don't think that good because it's a false teaching. You go to heaven because of the blood of Christ. Amen. Yes or no? However, however, you know it as well as I do. I don't do this and I don't do that. And I have this certain kind of Bible. And my hair is cut above my ears. And ladies, you got to wear them skirts. You know that, right? Amen. Say. And fellas, you got to dress up in your suit. And we do this. And we, and you got to give. You gotta, and we do this and we think somehow that's going to bring us the favor of God. And, uh, you know, somehow we're going to get saved by doing all this stuff. Well, we don't. Okay? And we even put other people down and we judge other people, don't we? Yes or no? They don't look like us. They don't do like us. So, therefore, they must not be saved. Okay? You don't know what's in a man's heart, do you? Have you seen the Lamb's Book of Life and seen if their name's in it or not? Well, then hush your mouth. Amen. Say. We don't know. We don't know, do we? Yes or no? We need to worry about us. Amen. Say. But instead of judging ourselves on works, which Satan is so clever, if you want to judge yourself on something, judge yourself on your love. Did you hear me? Judge yourself on your love. It's funny. I've seen it in the years that I've been a preacher. Fights and people arguing and people judging people because they don't do this. Did you hear what she did? I've never seen one fight break out because of this. I love more than you love. I'm a better lover than you are. Isn't that interesting, say? But we'll argue about what kind of Bible we use. We'll argue what denomination we are. I wish fights would start breaking out over who loves the most. Amen, say. Because that's what we're truly known by is our love. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Come on. I know I got off a little bit, but now we're going to go. Here we go. 
We know. Now remember, we just talked about that passage about sin. And if you sin and what sin does. And I actually think John was actually hammering these jokers that were the Gnostics. The ones that were superior. Thought they were superior yet they're not living for the Lord at all. So it's up to you how you want to look at that. But that's what I think. And now he's going to go this path. We know that we pass from death unto life. Say it with me. Because we love the... Well, I'm saved because, see, I don't do this and I don't do that. Why don't you start judging yourself? Lay on your pillow tonight and say, I'm saved, A, because I know Jesus gave his life for me, but I'm also saved because I know I love people. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Now, if you go to bed tonight with hate in your heart, I hope you have a bad night's sleep. Amen. Hope you toss and turn all night. Yes or no? We know we pass from life unto death because we love the brethren. He that loves not his brother abides in what? If you want to judge yourself on whether you're saved or not, if you hate people, won't you judge it right there? Y'all hearing me, yes or no? But it's easier to judge on works, isn't it? Isn't it a lot easier? It's because we're cowards. You ever seen the sticker, real men love Jesus? Amen? Say, come on. Yeah. Take some courage to be strong like that, to love, to love, love people, to forgive, to not be bitter. That takes some strength, doesn't it? Say, keep looking. Becoming a Christian is a resurrection from death to life. That's what, that's what Christianity is. It's a resurrection from death to life. My words, it's a turning from hate to love. Amen. You hearing me? This is a supernatural work of God. Amen. Keep looking. Just push me, Raj. Galatians. But the fruit of the Spirit, say it with me, is what? Love. Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. All those things on that screen that the Spirit gives us is all to help us love people. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? You practice those. I'm going to tell you right now. You're going to be a loving person. That's what the Spirit of God comes into you and I to do. It's a beautiful thing. Keep looking. Love is a sure, and it's again my words, love is a sure and true test to see if someone has experienced the new birth to life or is still spiritually dead. Who said that? I did. Amen? Instead of judging yourself or judging other people, they don't do this, they don't do that. Let's get down where the, let's get down where the rubber meets the road. And let's judge. Do we love? Since I know Jesus, do I love? I think again of my own mother. My mother, not, not only was she a hell-raiser and a drunk, didn't live life like it all should have been. She was all over the place, horrible. However... And she also, she could not stand church. She could not stand this one joker that would go out and witness on the street corner. She had no reason to hate, but she did. She did. And it was a beautiful thing when my mother put her faith in Christ to see, the, to see this woman go from a person that won't have a thing to do with church, that won't have a thing to do with Christian people. My mother was transformed into a person that couldn't get enough of church folk. Amen? And couldn't get it. And she actually went and apologized. And the guy was a little odd that was on the street. You know, to be honest with you, he was a little odd. Okay? Odd. Preached on a mailbox. Okay? There on the corner. And it sounds good, but he was odd. 
But I remember my mother going to him and apologizing to him. And he never knew the animosity my mama had in her heart against him. But she needed to do that and to show him that she loved him. Amen? This is a, this is a great thing, guys. Beautiful. Keep looking. Push me. First John 2, 9, he that says he's in the light, say it with me, and hates his what? Brother is in what? Darkness until what? Guys, it's funny how Satan can pull the wool over our eyes because we come to church, because we read a certain Bible, or we're in a Bible study. We excuse somehow the hate in our heart towards somebody. And we're masking over something we really ought to look at. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Or how we treat people. Me and Raj go over the messages. I write them. Alex types them. We come back. I do it again. Then I bring Raj into my office. He sits there. And we put together this right here. Now, he does all the work. I'm just telling him what I'd like to do. And as we're talking, he's known me for so many years. He says, Pastor, it sounds like what the waitresses tell you around town. That Sunday, after church, is their worst day dealing with people because they're dealing with the church folk. Is that sad, yes or no? Is that sad? We come, we do the right thing, look at us, we're spiritual, and then we go and treat some lady who's barely making ends meet with disrespect and unkindness. But I'm saying, honey, here, here's a gospel track. It's a wonder she don't shove it down some people's throat. Yes or no? Y'all hear me or not? Love, man. Quit living by the rules. You want to live your life? Live it by love. Amen. Say. And this is me learning, guys. As I'm reading this, I've read this. I've looked at it. But never like this. Never like it was this week in my office. So obviously, the Lord needs this for Gary. Amen. Say, I need this. If we're going to say we love Jesus and we love people, we need to read this. Amen. Yes or no? Come on. And if it's making you uncomfortable, good. That's what we want to be. He that hates his brothers in darkness, he walks in darkness. He knows not whether he's going because that darkness has blinded his what? And that's one of the worst things is when a believer supposedly is a believer, and they do this, and they do that, and they do that. But other people can see that they don't love. And these people don't know they're walking around blind. But even lost people can see that these people that say they're saved, say they're in Christ, that they can see, and they get back together. And I'm sure they talk. (laughs) I don't want none of what they got. Yes or no? So, and that's what was happening in this church the early church, it had been about 50, 60 years now after Christ had resurrected, and these people that had superior knowledge, they were all that, they knew all that, but they did not have love. And they were putting the new believers down, and the believers that had, that had put their faith in Christ, now they're starting to waver, because, see, they don't measure up to the smarty pants. Yes or no? And I think John's hammering that. That's my opinion. Amen? Keep looking. They abide in death. That's the word in that verse. Abides in death. One who is characterized by hate does not know God nor the love of God. 
love of people is an evident sign of a new life in Christ. And who said that? I did. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Come on, yeah, thank the Lord. Come on, you ought to thank the Lord. Come on. Man, if we want to, if we want to check ourselves out, check ourselves out on love. Let's get together as believers and argue about, ooh, who loves the most? Amen. Well, I want to love more. Yeah, but I'm going to be loving more than you. Wouldn't that be a revolutionary thing for the church? Yes or no? Say. Come on. How about that in marriage? Try that in marriage. Well, I love you the most. No, you don't. I'm going to show you I love you more. Say. Kids, try that with mom and dad. Amen. You know, y'all have an argument together. Who loves mom and dad the most? Who's going who's gonna to wash the dishes first? And who's going to take out the trash the fastest? Yes, 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 yes. You'll see. You'll see how much I love them. No, it's not as fun living like that. Amen. Come on. Keep looking. Whosoever hates his brother, look at this, what John's writing, is a murderer. Wow. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Hey, guys, I didn't write the Bible. But I sure have a lot of confidence in the Scriptures. And I have a whole lot of confidence in the Apostle John over these other jokers. Amen? Say. He's really laying, he's, cut, he's, he's cutting the corn, we call it in the South. He's just cutting that corn right off that cob right there, baby. And it ain't good. I mean, he's just laying it out. Amen? Come on. I can just see him, see him doing this. Hate is the seed that leads to murder. Why do people murder? Take a wild guess. Because they what? Hate. Hate is the seed that leads to murder. Hate is spiritually murder in the eyes of God. But if I do this and I go to church and I wear the right clothes and I have the right Bible, we somehow can excuse what's deep down inside and how we really feel about folk. And John is saying in the Word of God, there is no excuse and you're not going to get by with it. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? This is strong. I love it, though. I need it. You know why God feels this way? Say it with me. Because God really, really, really loves people, and so should we. That's why he has his standard. He proved it, didn't he? But God commended his love toward us while we were yet what? Sinners. Christ died for who? Us. For God so what? Hated the world or God so what? Loved the world. Do you see it? Well, I need to be like Jesus. Jesus would have never done that. We're always quick to say what Jesus would do or wouldn't do. Why don't you compare yourself to Jesus and love the way Jesus loved? He didn't say they're going to know you, my, my disciples, if you had all the same hairstyle. Or you have the same version of the Bible. Or you go to the same denominational church. He said they're going to know you, my disciples, if you do what? Love what? One another. Is this making any sense to anybody other than me? And if you ain't caught up yet with me, that's okay, because I had a head start in my office this week. I was getting my tail kicked by the Lord. 1 John 3, 16. We're moving forward. Not John 3, 16, but 1 John 3, 16. Same guy wrote both books. 
Hereby perceive we the love of God, because He laid down His life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But that's a great verse, okay? Look at it. He loved us because He laid down His life for us. But it's a little different than John 3.16, because look at that last part of 1 John 3.16. And now we ought to lay down our lives for the who? Brethren. It don't say that in John 3.16, does it? It says He loved us. If we put our faith in Him, we can be saved. But in 1 John, He adds something to it. Y'all hear me? Did he add keeping a list and keeping rules? No, 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 no. He didn't do any of that. The standard for our love is who? That's our standard. Now look at John 3.16 as compared to 1 John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now there, he didn't ask you to do doodly squat. Say. Now I don't know if you know that word either, I heard it growing up. How many ever heard doodly squat? You never Have you heard it or never heard it? Never heard doodly squat. Well, you probably heard it because I've said it before. I don't know. I know I'm going to get to heaven one day and God's going to go, you shouldn't have said this and this and this and this and this. Jesus laid down his life for us, John 3.16 and 1 John 3.16, but 1 John 3.16 adds to it. Say that last part with us. We ought to lay down our lives for. And you will never do that on a rules religion. You will do that because you love. Amen? Say. A lot of people have said, oh, I love you till death do its part and lie like a dog. Aren't you glad Jesus isn't like that? Say. That's why we don't think we're secure in our salvation. Because we sure, we sure have some bad examples on this earth of what real love is and what it looks like. Church, it's time that we show real love. Y'all hear me? It's beautiful. I love this. Hereby perceive in that verse means more than just seeing it. Hereby perceive means more than just seeing it. It means to see with eyes of what? Understanding. Hereby perceive we. Keep looking. Unselfish love is to be the character of the Christian. Do you understand that? Say. Do you understand? That's the character of the Christian. Can you see with eyes of understanding that that is our, that's who we're supposed to be as unselfish love? Not just what I get from you. Amen? Come on. That's why I say, if you love people at Fellowship Church, listen, you sure are covering up a lot of warts and wrinkles of the preacher. What do I mean by that? Hey, I'm me. I know I come across sometimes ugly or hard or whatever. I'm odd. But it's amazing how many people probably think that of me, yet they still come here. And a lot of the reason is because you love the tar out of them. Amen? Say I've had a lot of people come in. They'll be coming in the back door. <laughs> They'll come in the back door. And somebody will tell them, it's your first day. They say, oh, it's our first day. Well, now, he's a little odd. But, you know, give him a chance. <laughs> come on, honey. Let's go get some coffee, you and me. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> love helps. Amen. Say, come on. Unselfish love. Verse 17. Whoso hath this world's goods. We're just walking through the Bible. Whoso hath this world's good 
and sees his brother has need and shuts up his bowels. We're going to talk about that. Of compassion from him. How dwells the love of God in somebody that does that? Y'all understand that? That ain't too hard to understand, is it? Let's, let's unpack it a little bit. Genuine Christian love expresses itself in what? Uh-oh, let's do it again. Genuine Christian love expresses itself in what? Sacrificial giving. If it means that fellowship, we have less, and even I'm under more stress because of finances, I still would rather do it the way we do it. Instead of me guilting you into it or making you think, ooh, and I can just, and if you do it, God's going to do this for you, and God's going to. If you can't do it because you love, then keep it. I don't want to give you some false sense of security, that you're a good Christian. But as you start to give cheerfully, and you give because this community matters, you give because these people in this town matter, I tell you what, that's a beautiful thing. Yes or no? Say and I think if we hang in here, guys, and we keep preaching like this and talking like this and believing like this and loving like this, I tell you what, I think we got some bright days ahead of us. Amen? Say. Come on. Praise the Lord. I believe we do. <laughs> Come on. And trust me, I believe in giving, and without it, we wouldn't be able to function. we got to be able to give, right? But, boy, if we ever get to the place that we give sacrificially, to others and to each other and to help us do what we do. Wow, that's going to really, that's going to catapult us. Beautiful. Now he says, if you shut up your bowels, I think we know what bowels are. Except the young generation, we don't even know what that is. You know, bowels, I don't want to talk about it. it. Don't sound good, does it? If we shut up our bowels of compassion, the Bible says, the word bowels literally means, say this with me, the what? Heart. Or inward what? Core of my being. See, we think we're saved because we do this or don't do this. Or we have this Bible. Or we look this way or we don't look this way. Or with this denomination or whatever. And that's not the inward core of who you are. That's your head. That's your mind. That's something somebody's told you and you believed it. And there you go. But the inward core of who you are. It's what the Bible talks about right there. Down deep, the inward part of who you are. If you shut up the inward part of who you are, how can the love of God really be in you? Y'all get that yes or no? It's incredible. Deep down inside of me, do I have love and do I really care for other people? Amen? Now, this isn't an easy message. Boy, he's really hard today. It's the Bible. I'm receiving it with you today. This is a hammering, isn't it? Say yes or no. Good. If this does not exist, it's highly questionable that God's love is at all present in my life. If I can see people in need and others and I don't have love, if I don't love the church enough to help reach out and see people come to know Christ, and I'm telling you, it's hard to see where am I at then? That's what this is saying. Action. Action. Is love in action in your life? And confidence. Keep looking, Raj. Verse 18. My little children, let us not love in what? Word. Neither in what? Talk a good talk. 
but in what? Deed and what? Truth. I mean, I think a fourth grader could understand this message. Do you or not say? I think so. Real love is more than just mere talk. Say that pretty loud with me. Real love is more than just mere Take that home in your marriage. One more time. Real love is more than just mere. Well, I love you, honey. You showing it? Amen. Say. Come on. Love acts out what's on the what? On the inside of us. It does. That's what this message is all about. And again, these quotes are mine. Instead of talking about love, how about walking out love? Say that with me. Instead of talking about love, how about walking out love? Amen. Yes or no? We talk a big, oh, how I love Jesus. And we love people at our church. We love people. Yes, we do. Talk to them about it. Hey, instead of talking about it, walk it out. Live it out. Amen. Good. First John three nineteen. Hereby we know, we know that we're of the truth. This is how we know we're of the truth. And shall assure our hearts before Him. Quit trying to get assurance because you're this or you're that or you're better. You're this, you're that. You want real assurance? Start digging down deep and see if you love. Amen, say. And boy, if you can go, I do, I do, I do. Sleep well. Amen, say. If you're struggling in this area, confess it. If we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sin. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Start seeing how wretched you are. The pit he dug you from. See hell as hot. And you start to fall in love with him and thank him for loving you like that. And say, God, put that kind of love you have for me into other people when I see them. Amen? Say, please, Lord, never let me go anywhere where I come across as I'm better than somebody. Help me come across like you, Jesus. You were meek and lowly of heart. Put that in me, Lord. Let me love them like that. Amen? Yes or no? That's why it's a beautiful thing. I don't know if I do it on purpose or it just happens. When I talk to a kid, I like to either get down a little bit, you know, or when I coach football with them. We had a football game Friday night, got rained out. We played yesterday morning. It was a bloodbath. We were destroyed. If I was a drinker, I would have probably got drunk. It was that bad. Oh. Oh, don't ask me what the score was. Read the paper. Go online. Anyway, but when I'm with the ball players, I know they think I'm nuts. But I try to speak a language they understand. And I try to talk like they talk a little bit. And I know that ain't my language. And I know I probably come across goofy. But if I can smack them, I don't go around smacking people. But if you can smack them or you can just do something with them or enter their world a little bit, to me that is just my way of trying to show love. Y'all hear me, yes or no? 
And I think we all can do better at working on this. Judge ourselves by this. Help us judge ourselves this way, Lord. Here's how we know we're of the truth. A lifestyle of love and action. This is so important. A lifestyle of love and action is the most demonstrable proof of our salvation. A life of love in action is the most demonstrable or demonstrable proof of our salvation. I tell people I'm saved because I was there when it happened. And that's nice. But when I'm ugly to people, and I got hate inside of me, and I hurt people and I'm cruel to people, Boy, you better have your hat to hang on something other than, well, when I was eight, I made a decision for Jesus. Y'all listening to me, yes or no? Boy, I wouldn't sleep well like that. Yes or no? Amen? It's good stuff today. Love flowing in and through us to others is a great, say it with me, is a great what? Assurance of our salvation in Jesus Christ. I'm not saying we love to be saved. No. You can't do anything to be saved except believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Okay? But if I have no love and I'm hateful and I don't care and I'm cruel and I'm callous, but I know Jesus. Yeah, but does he know you? Yes or no? That's what we're talking about today. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. How many knows that little song? Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. So, beloved, let us love one another, First John 4, 7 and 8. Yeah. Amen. But eight won't bear, okay? Okay. I used to do junior church. By this shall all men know you're my what? If you have what? One for another. Churches that are hateful and full of hate and fighting are not growing. Amen. Yes or no? And they're not a place people want to go back and back. They might come several times and then, uh-oh, we got to get out of here, darling. We don't want that to happen here. And we, we're just people, guys. This is real stuff. Don't think we've arrived. We ain't arrived. We need to love more than we ever loved before, yes or no. And we can do a better job, and we need to take this message to heart today and say, Lord, touch me. Help me, Lord. We're not saved by our actions. We're not saved by our actions, but by faith in Jesus Christ. However, genuine salvation is demonstrated by love in what? Action. So if nothing else today, if I could really hammer that idea, don't look if you're saved because of what you do or what you don't do. If you really want to look at that you're saved, do you love people? How do you love? How do you forgive? Is there bitterness inside of you? I'd rather you start looking that way because I think we're going to make some progress in you if we look that way. Amen? 1 John 3.20, if our heart condemn us, now this is going to change a little bit here. If our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. And that might be how you're feeling today as you listen to this message. Wait a minute. 
Am I not saved because I don't like so and so? Am I having, you know, guys, we're all on a road and we gotta, we gotta walk this life out, okay? But the bottom line is, what happens if you truly are born again and yet your heart is condemning you when I read these scriptures and I preach to you today? Well, thank God, God's greater than our heart. And that word heart is down deep if you're feeling really cruddy right now. Down deep. Well, listen to the Lord, but just remember God's greater than that yucky feeling you're getting down deep in your gut right now because you're not measuring up to the love standard that you think you should. Amen? But just your feeling this way is progress. Amen? Say. So, and God knows all things. What's that mean? Pop it up. Help me. As unbelievers, it's not uncommon to have insecurities about our salvation. Let's take a quick question. How many in the room have ever felt, since you become a Christian, at times still a little wobbly and insecure about your salvation? See, it, it happens. It happens. That's why you want to put your faith not in works, for sure, because <laughs> you're going to screw up, okay? You want to put your faith in Jesus Christ and no one else. If you really want to work on being secure in Christ, work on love. Work on loving people. Stop working on things that keep keep giving you the same answer. I'm lost. I don't know if I'm saved. Really keep screwing up. How about work on love and see your love make a real difference in somebody's life? And you'll always remember that story, how you help somebody. Amen. Not to brag, but you did that for the Lord. Amen. You look, you with me or not? Forgive. Start practicing. Don't be bit. These these kind of things. Beautiful. God knows we are His. He knows who are His. If our heart condemns us, thank God God knows who are His. Amen? 2 Timothy 2.19 says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure, having this seal. Say it with me. The Lord knows them that are His. And let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Thank God. I have bad days some days. And I'm glad... God knows Gary with two R's. Amen? He knows me. And he knows, like Peter, Jesus, after Peter denied him, he'd quit, basically, gone back to his fishing life. And Jesus sees him on the shore and says, Peter, do you love me? And then he asked him again, do you love me? And the third time, he said, do you love me, Peter? Peter was grieved. Because he had denied Christ. But then the light went on and he says, Lord, you know I love you. And Peter went and turned the world upside down for Jesus. When you know God loves you and that you love him, that love's going to come out of sight of you. If you can, I'm telling you, you get right there and you will see your world change. Beautiful, amen? Isn't this good stuff? I love this. God sees our actions, but he also sees our what? Motives and our what? Even when we... And that's not a negative, that's a positive. When I'm condemning myself, and I do it every Sunday almost after I preach, I go home and feel like, wow, that was a bomb. Even though I'm feeling pretty good about this one. I do. And I'll get a text, I'll get a little note in the mail, or I'll get a little encouraging word, and that'll help me fight the devil. Amen? 
action confidence. That's what we're talking about. We're almost done, I hope. Beloved, if our heart condemn us, what? Not. Here's our second word of our message today. Then we have what? Confidence. Don't you want to have confidence? Amen. Say, don't you want to have confidence that you're the Lord, that you belong to the Lord and He's yours? Don't you want to have confidence down deep and never worry again? Amen. Say, don't you want that in your life? Stop living by the list of rules. Start living in love and walking in love. And I'm telling you what, you can change the world. Amen. Confidence, man. Confidence is the key. Confidence. Let's talk about it and we're done. Fast. Confidence in my firm belief in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have it? Do I know that? I'm not believing in me. I'm not believing in some church. I'm not believing in some rules. I believe in Jesus Christ. I have nailed that to the cross. Have you done that? Have that confidence. Amen. Say, confidence, man. I don't want you to leave here go to that car and go, oh, man, what happens if I get in a wreck? Am I going to hell? You don't have to go to hell. Yes or no? I'm getting wore out. This is exciting, though. Confidence that one day I'll see Jesus and I'm going to be like him. That's what John said in 1 John 3, 2. Beloved, now we the sons of God. And it doesn't yet appear what we shall be. But we know when he appears, <laughs> we're going to be like him. Because we're going to see him as he is. Amen? Have that confidence, man. Number three, confidence. Because Jesus loves me, and now Jesus loves others through me. Boy, does that give you confidence? I'm feeling pretty good about my salvation this morning. Because I look at you and I love you. And I know I love you. And you know what? A lot of y'all, I don't know all of you, but so many of you I do know, you should feel pretty confident about your salvation too. You know why? Because I know you love me. And how can that happen? Yeah, praise God. <laughs> how can that happen? Amen. Good. This is a good word for our heart today. Amen. Keep looking. And I like this last one, even though it's a little goofy language because I write it. Here it goes. Confident that even when I'm not confident, my confidence is in the one who is confident. Did y'all get that? Say, isn't that pretty good? <laughs> yeah. Let's look at it again. I'm confident that even when I'm not confident, my confidence is in the one who is confident. He knows I belong to him. It's a done deal. Amen? Lift up your head. And love, man. This is beautiful. Say that loud with me, would you? My confidence is in the Beautiful. Not in my works. Not in my church denomination. Not in my haircut. Not in my suit of clothes. No, no. No, no. No, no. My confidence is in the Lord. This is incredible. 
And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. When I have this kind of confidence that I just talked about, that we talked about this morning, I am confident that God hears me and will provide for me whatever I ask that's in accordance to his perfect will for my life. My God's a good God, and if I ask of my Father bread, is he going to give me a rock to eat? No, he is not going to do that. And see, but you've got to believe that. You've got to believe that that's the good God you have because he loves you. And you know he loves you. And because you know he loves you, you know he loves other folk. And then that love motivates you to love those other folk because he loves you. But they don't know he loves them yet. And you're the key to getting that message across. Amen? And trust me, they'll never come to Jesus if you start laying out the rules. You lay out the love and watch them come. Amen? Come on. But my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Confess your faults one to another. Pray one for another that you might be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Delight yourself also in the Lord. He shall give you the desires of your heart. If you abide in me, my words abide in you. You shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. As I obey his commands and I do what pleases him, I have no doubt that God will supply all that I ever need. Y'all hearing it today? Are we done, Rog? You have to quit. And this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, his son, and do what? Do you see how he didn't put, you see that, see that, see that's pretty important, ain't it? Believe on Jesus and do what? Love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keeps his commandments dwells in him and he in him. And hereby we know that he abides in us and by the spirit which he has given unto us. We finish this chapter. When I love Jesus, say this with me. Tell your phone to hush. Come on, here we go. Here we go. Y'all with me? Come on, help me now. Come on, come on. When I love Jesus and I live for Jesus... And I love for Jesus. I have no doubt that he's pleased with me and will take care of me. Amen. Say. Come on. We're in right there. Let's praise the Lord. Come on. Amen. Boo. <laughs> praise the Lord.